Welcome to the Bioethics Podcast. I'm Matthew Epinet, Assistant Director of the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. This edition of the Bioethics Podcast features an open letter on Missouri's Amendment 2. First, though, you may have already noticed the new look at bioethics.com. We've tried to make it easier to find information on specific topics and by specific authors. We now have eight regular contributors and make the site easier to read. We also want to encourage more commenting. We've recently installed a spam stopper, which means that few comments are held for moderation and most appear immediately, and almost no spam comments get through. So take a look at the new look at bioethics.com, and please participate. Weigh in on the poll. Post comments to agree, disagree, and otherwise interact with the posts. On Wednesday, November 1st, Do No Harm, the Coalition of Americans for Research Ethics, website stemcellresearch.org, released an open letter signed by over two dozen experts in science, medicine, law, and ethics to news media and the people of Missouri on that state's proposed ballot initiative known as Amendment 2. Here is an open letter from experts in science, medicine, law, and ethics on the cloning provisions of Missouri's Amendment 2. A key question regarding Missouri's proposed Amendment 2 is would this constitutional amendment prohibit or promote human cloning? As individuals who have studied this issue in depth, we hold that it clearly authorizes and promotes human cloning. A number of us have served on the President's Council on Bioethics, which discussed human cloning extensively and issued a book-length report, Human Cloning and Human Dignity, an Ethical Inquiry, in 2002. While the council members disagreed sharply on moral and policy issues surrounding human cloning, they all agreed on what it is. Human cloning is the asexual production of a new living organism at any stage of development that is genetically virtually identical to an existing or previously existing human being. It is done through somatic cell nuclear transfer, SCNT, which introduces the nuclear material of a human somatic cell into an oocyte or egg whose own nucleus has been removed or inactivated to create this new organism. And it is designed to produce, and when successful, does produce, a new living organism of the human species, that is, a human embryo. Researchers may then want to use this embryo for various purposes. Some may want to place the embryo in a womb to attempt live birth, reproductive cloning, or, as the council preferred, cloning to produce children. Others may want to place the embryo in a petri dish and destroy it for stem cells, therapeutic cloning, or, more accurately, cloning for biomedical research, since any therapies from this approach are, at this point, purely hypothetical. But in either case, the cloning technique and the resulting embryo are exactly the same. In short, human cloning for research purposes creates human embryos using the SCNT procedure in order to destroy them. This is exactly what Amendment 2 authorizes. In fact, the amendment creates a statewide constitutional right to conduct such human cloning. 
so competing ethical or human safety considerations or other state laws cannot meaningfully limit the research community's right to do human cloning. Some have tried to claim that the SCNT cloning technique does not produce an embryo. But as this country's most prominent embryonic stem cell researcher, James Thompson of the University of Wisconsin, said last year, such claims are disingenuous, an attempt to define away the moral issue instead of confronting it honestly. See, Stem Cell Pioneer Does a Reality Check by MSNBC Science Editor Alan Boyle, June 25, 2005. Link available at cbhd.org and stemcellresearch.org. Those who say the technique merely produces stem cells are being evasive. As currently practiced, SCNT seeks to create a human embryo so researchers can dissect the embryo for stem cells. What then does Amendment 2 prohibit? It prohibits taking stem cells from a cloned human embryo that has developed more than 14 days outside a womb. And it prohibits transferring a cloned human embryo into a womb, quote, for the purpose of initiating a pregnancy that could result in creation of a human fetus or the birth of a human being, close quote. While the amendment does not define human fetus, medical textbooks say that an embryo becomes a fetus at the end of the eighth week. So the amendment authorizes research to perfect the SCNT cloning technique to produce embryos, then, presumably to prevent its use to produce live-born infants, prohibits the further survival of the resulting cloned humans. Many have pointed out that this raises serious moral, legal, and even constitutional issues. For a law prohibiting the survival of cloned humans past a certain point, in effect legally mandating an abortion before that point can be reached, may violate federal constitutional law. But to call Amendment 2 a ban on cloning is arbitrary and misleading, because it clearly allows the cloning procedure. It actually prohibits pregnancy, or maintaining a pregnancy past a certain point, if a cloned embryo is involved. In saying this, we take no position on Amendment 2 or on human cloning. Some of us have expressed our views and our reasons for them elsewhere, but the people of Missouri should know what they are actually voting on. Amendment 2 creates a constitutional right for researchers to engage in human cloning. Efforts to deny this are misleading and deceptive. This letter, an open letter from experts in science, medicine, law, and ethics on the cloning provisions of Missouri's Amendment 2, is signed by over two dozen experts in science, medicine, law, and ethics. You can view the complete list of signatories and the letter with links at stemcellresearch.org or cbhd.org. The Bioethics Podcast is a project of Bioethics.com and the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. The Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity exists to help individuals and organizations address the pressing bioethical challenges of our day. Our website, cbhd.org, has a wealth of information on a wide range of bioethics topics. Please visit Bioethics.com for daily posts on bioethics news and issues. And please participate at Bioethics.com. Vote in the Bioethics poll. 
post comments, agree, disagree, interact. My name is Matthew Epinet. I'm the Assistant Director at the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. I'd like to hear your thoughts about the Bioethics Podcast. Email me at matthew at cbhd.org or info at bioethics.com. Thank you for listening to the Bioethics Podcast.